0: Yo, this is Axel Rose of Guns and Roses. Hey, this is Carmen Electra. Hi, this is Daryl Strawberry. What up, though? This is Big Snoop Deal double G. Hi, this is Don Stallard. Hey, yo, Hulk Hogan here. What's up? This is Beyoncé. I got a great show lined up for y'all. Hey, yo, yo, yo. Let's get this party started. The Sports Beat. You know what? Let's keep it hot. The Sports Beat. is off the chain, man. Aye, ah, yeah. The Sports Beat. Download the podcast now. You're listening to The Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge. Good morning and welcome to the Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge. Happy Friday to everybody out there. I'm here to talk some sports. We got the NFL Combine day one. We got action in the National Basketball Association last night. College basketball upsets, spring training, and Atlanta knows who they're going to face in the CONCACAF Champions League quarterfinals. All right, NFL Combine. We have the results from day one in Indianapolis as the quarterbacks, wide receivers, and tight ends worked out. Henry Ruggs, wide receiver from the University of Alabama, ran the 40-yard dash in an impressive 4.27 seconds, and that was tops for all wide receivers. He is expected to be one of the top wide receivers selected in the NFL draft. A team like the Las Vegas Raiders could use a speedy wide receiver like him. Um, You might have some teams that might trade up to get him. What was impressive about the NFL Combine is that Justin Jefferson, the wide receiver from LSU, ran a 4.43. And he impressed the the scouts by improving in his draft stock as well. Mel Kuyper actually has him projected to go in the late first round. And Jalen Hurts, the quarterback out of Oklahoma, ran a 4.59. That is the fastest 40 time for any of the quarterbacks. We all knew that Joe Burrow and Tua were not going to work out, that they are going to wait until their pro day. Some notable players that didn't work out, T. Higgins, the wide receiver from Clemson, and Thaddeus Moss, the tight end from LSU. And Jake Fromm had an interesting day. We know that he doesn't throw the deep ball, but he did a good job of, of getting the accurate passes. He's expected to be either a late first round pick or an early second round pick. And Jacob Eason, Jordan Love, Justin Herbert worked out and he had an impressive workout. He's expected to be a top 10 pick, possibly could go to the Miami Dolphins. We'll see how it goes in the NFL Combine as running backs will work out today. I'm really looking forward to seeing Georgia's running back DeAndre Swift and seeing what his 40 time is, but we also have more events going on As we speak, the NFL Combine is kicking off as we get ready for NFL free agency March the 18th. Where is Tom Brady going to go? Is he going to stay with the New England Patriots? Or is he going to go to teams like the Las Vegas Raiders, the Los Angeles Chargers, the Tennessee Titans? He has options. Does he want to go somewhere where it's a new system? Does he want to go somewhere with a new coach? He's very comfortable with Bill Belichick, but there's been some changes in New England. Losing weapons like Rob Gronkowski to retirement, Julian Edelman still, but Nikhil Harry hasn't really panned out as the rookie wide receiver from last season. He's losing their offensive line coach, Dante Skarniecki, after retiring. He's been with Belichick since the beginning, so what is Tom Brady going to do as he tries to come back and, and avenge that interception in the wild card game against the Tennessee Titans that was the last play of his season. We had action in the association last night. LeBron sat as the Los Angeles Lakers defeated the Golden State Warriors 116-86. to Anthony Davis had 23 points. The Warriors actually did not have Andrew Wiggins playing in the game. Draymond Green came back from injury. He scored 10 points. And they anticipate the return of Steph Curry. It will be March the 1st. What is this team going to look like with Steph Curry? And are they trying to tank to try to get a high draft pick Possibly a LaMelo Ball, a James Wiseman, or an Anthony Edwards. Those three players look like to be the top three picks in the 2020 NBA draft. The Golden State Warriors are, to my opinion, are, are punting on this season. It's It looks like a lost season. Kind of reminds me of the 1997 San Antonio Spurs when they were decimated by injuries, but the ping pong balls fell their way. And they drafted Tim Duncan in the first round of the 1997 NBA draft with a number one overall pick, and the rest is history. You know about the Spurs dynasty. The Warriors could come back to the dynasty level if they get everybody back to full health. Andrew Wiggins is a nice piece coming off the bench, but once they get Steph, Clay coming back, Draymond Green coming back healthy, this is a, gonna be a team That's going to be a force to reckon with. And free agents may come to the Warriors. They got the new arena in San Francisco at the Chase Center. Looking at the attendance, the attendance has not fallen off. The Warriors fan base is a very passionate fan base. Went to the NBA Finals five straight seasons. And this dynasty is going to be back when they get everybody healthy. And they're going to get a lottery pick. They have options and they could trade down and, and get some veteran play in there. They lost some veterans like Andre Iguodala, Sean Livingston over the years, and, of course, Kevin Durant, a free agency to the Brooklyn Nets. But this team is going to be back. The Portland Trailblazers didn't help their playoff chances as they lost to the Indiana Pacers. Indiana Pacers have been the surprise team in the Eastern Conference. Having Victor Oladipo out for most of the year, and he is back. Portland, with a loss, they're uh, ninth in the playoffs, and they're a couple games out from that – 8th and final playoff spot in the West. We also had the Philadelphia 76ers defeating the New York Knicks, 115-106. to Joel Embiid's still going to be out at least a week. There was no structural damage. They did the an MRI. And Joel Embiid is the most important player for the Philadelphia 76ers when we have this playoff run in the Eastern Conference. It's not Ben Simmons, it is Joel Embiid. They have got to have a healthy Joel Embiid if they want to compete with anybody in the East. Because it looks like the Milwaukee Bucks are running away with the first seed. They are 50-8 and and they are a tremendous team at home. They get that home court advantage in the, Western, in the Eastern Conference playoffs. It is going to be difficult to try to beat Milwaukee in a seven game series. Right behind them in the playoff chase is your defending NBA champions, the Toronto Raptors, 42-16. and 16, They're doing it without Kawhi Leonard, but they have great players like Pascal Siakam, Serge Ibaka, and Fred Van Fleet. And Nick Nurse, is he going to be Coach of the Year? you got to think he's going to get some votes for Coach of the Year. I mean, they're going to give it to Mike Budenholzer, but Nick Nurse has got this team playing and I would give honorable mention to Brad Stevens. Right now, the Boston Celtics are 41 and 17. I mean, they're doing it without superstars. I mean, Kyrie Irving is gone. But they have Kimba Walker, they got him from the Charlotte Hornets. They they got Jason Tatum. They have a young core of players. They lost Al Horford to free agency, so that veteran leadership is gone. So the Boston Celtics, 41 and 17, is that a sleeper team to make it out of the East? And the surprise team in the Eastern Conference is the Miami Heat. 36-22, the play of Jimmy Butler has elevated the Heat. And they're back from a couple of years ago when they were in rebuilding mode after they lost LeBron James and then Dwayne Wade retired and then Chris Bosh retired. So, and then the Western Conference, I mean, no surprise, the Los Angeles Lakers, number one seed. Right behind them is the Denver Nuggets. Now, the Denver Nuggets, I mean, they have Jokic. And he is a outstanding player, but their playoff history—they've got to do better. Losing to the Portland Trailblazers last year in the playoffs did not help their cause. But you know, this team—I actually thought this team was just going to flourish with Paul Millsap. He—he he actually hasn't done anything for him. Jamal Murray, great player. I mean, this this team is well coached. This Denver Nuggets team, and they're very, very difficult to be at home. Followed by the Clippers, the Houston Rockets, OKC, Utah, Dallas, and Memphis. Those are your playoff teams right now in the Western Conference. All right, we had some upsets in college basketball last night. As the Wisconsin Badgers won five straight, they defeated nineteenth-ranked Michigan, eighty-one to seventy-four. So Wisconsin is going to be a lock to get into the NCAA tournament. This is going to hurt Michigan's uh, seeding. They might drop down to a 7 or 8 seed. And then the California Golden Bears defeating the Colorado Buffaloes, 76 to 76-62. Colorado was ranked 21st, and Cal is just trying to spoil their seeding chances. You know, the California Golden Bears season is lost, but one note is they are coached by former Georgia Bulldogs coach Mark Fox. So he's in a rebuilding year, and it's just a, a win to grow off of. One thing I'm disappointed in you know, here in the state of Georgia, I'm not disappointed about Georgia, Georgia Tech, or Mercer, or anything. I mean, they have made the tournaments before. The team that I'm the most disappointed in is the Kennesaw State Owls. What is going on with that program? They are 1-27 after losing to Liberty the other night. Their head, their head coach is Amir Abdul-Rahim. He's the brother of... Georgia legend Sharif Abdul-Rahim, who played at Wheeler High in Marietta, led them to a state title. He played for the Memphis Grizzlies. He played for the Atlanta Hawks. He, he played, you know, for the Sacramento Kings. He he had such a great NBA career, and you know, he had his brother Amir Abdul-Rahim coaches the Kennesaw State Owls. One and twenty-seven, very disappointing from their season back in two thousand ten. I was there in Kennesaw. I was living in Kennesaw at the time, and they completed the greatest upset in Kennesaw State history. They had uh, Georgia Tech came to the Convocation Center in Kennesaw, Georgia, to a packed house. I, I believe there's about 8,000 fans in there. They actually had fans up in the upper rafters. They, this was an agreement. from In 2009 and 2010, they had a home-and-home home with Georgia Tech. I went to both games. In 2009, I went to the Alexander Memorial Coliseum in Georgia in in Atlanta, Georgia to watch Kennesaw State take on Georgia Tech. They had Derek Favors. They had Iman Shumpert. They had a great talented team. And then Georgia Tech decided to go up to Kennesaw in 2010. And Kennesaw just ran them out of the building. Kennesaw had great players. Spencer Dixon was on fire. Markeith Cummings. Where is the fire? Where is the passion? How come they can't recruit players like this? You know Markeith Cummings is still playing professional basketball. Markeith Cummings was a four-year starter for the Kennesaw State Owls. He played with the Owls from 2009 to 2013. He was a great player. Spencer Dixon was on fire that day, and it was one of the greatest wins in Kennesaw State history. And since that time, they fired Tony Engle. They hired a coach named Lewis Preston, who was an assistant coach at Penn State. It didn't work out for him. They had another coach. I can't even pronounce his name. And then they had legendary Boston College coach Al Skinner. And there was some promise a little bit. They were 14 and 18. And they got up to there. They had double-digit wins with Al Skinner. But since then, Amir Abdul Rahim, 1 and 27, is not going to get it done. They're off to possibly their worst season in school history. They did have a, a season where they only had three wins they have not won a game in the Atlantic Sun Conference, which is a winnable conference. I know Liberty is running away with that conference right now, 23 and 3, but you have just a basketball dream here in the state of Georgia. There are players here and they can't get any players to come to Kennesaw State. It is very disappointing. And I expect I expect more out of a program that you know got their football program going. They've had their football program since 2015, and they continue to make it to the FCS playoffs and win a game in the FCS playoffs. You would think with the money that the school is bringing in for football, you would think that their basketball program, especially with that nice arena in the Convocation Center, they could fit 8,000 fans. They can get a star player to play in there. It's unacceptable. So that was my rant this morning about Kennesaw State basketball. I, I just, I'm a fan. What can I say? You know, when I first moved to Georgia in 2006, that was one of the first basketball games I went to with seeing Kennesaw State play and they were an exciting team, and I'm disappointed. All right, preseason are you know the Houston Astros so far have had seven batters hit in preseason. and uh, what what is that gonna be like? Are they gonna continue having hit batsmen in the regular season? Are people just so frustrated with the Houston Astros and their cheating scandal? that they're just taking out on their players. You know, you really can't expect a lot out of preseason games. All I know is I'm I'm just keeping an eye on the Atlanta Braves. I'm impressed with Dansby Swanson batting 3.75 in the preseason. He is my breakout star to possibly be an all-star for the Braves. I know he's done good, but I think this could be the year where he completely breaks out and becomes an all-star all-star shortstop for the atlanta braves which would help the braves elevate their batsmen in the lineup and you know the braves are my pick to win the nl east i said that before in my baseball preview show and i strongly feel that way because they do have the pitching their pitching is more experienced this year with soroka max freed Fulty, and of course when cole hamels comes back from injury Their starting pitching is solid, and their bullpen is solid. Getting Will Smith from the Giants, getting Mark Melanson, Sean Green. they got some great players in the pen. All right, locally here, I can't mention anything without talking about Columbus sports. We have a busy weekend for your Columbus State Cougars baseball team and basketball teams from the men's side and the women's side. The Columbus State baseball team will host... Lander for a three-game series starting tonight at the Burger King Stadium, 6 o'clock. You can listen to that game and watch that game on Cougarsportstv.com or come on out to Ragsdale Field and catch a three-game series. Columbus State Cougars baseball team is currently 11-3 overall and 5-1 in the Peach Belt Conference. Your Columbus State Cougars men's basketball team will travel up to Young Harris, Georgia to take on Young Harris College for the Peach Belt finale, and they're looking forward to actually having a better seating as we start Peach Belt Conference Tournament play next week, starting March the 4th. Your Lady Cougars also will go up to Young Harris College, and they will take on Young Harris College in the Peach Belt, and they start Peach Belt Conference play as well. Alright, Atlanta United knows who their opponent is next in the CONCACAF Champions League quarterfinals. They will will take on Club America, which is a rematch from their Campones Cup win against them at the Benz last season. Club America is the most historic and most decorated team in Liga MX play. And they have got 14 titles. 13 titles in Liga MX, and this is going to be an important matchup. They will travel to Mexico City on either March 10th or March 11th. They will find out what day they will play today, and then they will host Club America either March 17th or March 18th at Fifth Third Bank Stadium in Kennesaw, Georgia. And, you know, being a local resident from Kennesaw, I was there for about nine years. I know about that place. I saw that stadium getting built. Get your tickets now because it is going to be packed. And those tickets are going to be very pricey. You're going to have 9,000 Atlanta United fans that are going to try to get a ticket to that game because that's going to be a huge game. I honestly feel it is more important for Atlanta United to win the CONCACAF Champions League than to win an MLS Cup. And the reason why I say that is because the CONCACAF Champions League is more prestigious when it comes to the world, because Liga MX is a league that's right above Major League Soccer. They ranked all the soccer leagues in the world, and Liga MX was ranked 6th, and Major League Soccer was ranked 7th. Obviously, the, the greatest league in the world is the Premier League in the United Kingdom. And then you have you know the, the Italian League, and then you have the, the Spanish League, and then, of course, the German League. I actually think that Major League Soccer is growing so much in this country with the expansion teams from Nashville and Miami that Major League Soccer will overtake Major League Baseball. I feel that Major League Soccer will be the third most popular sport in this country behind NFL in, and the NBA. The NBA is still popular. I mean, you have a different demographic of, of a young fan base, but football is definitely going to be keen in this country. For many, many years to come, even if they get a collective bargaining agreement done, and it will be ready to go in the next 10 years. And we just love football in this country. And we also we love our soccer, too. I, I think it's growing to the point where we can actually say that it is a legit league in this country. And Atlanta United will kick off Major League Soccer play tomorrow, as they will take on Nashville SC in their inaugural season up in Nashville. All right, I want to thank all my listeners who have listened to my show. Make sure that you download my podcast from Apple Podcasts. You can listen to it on Spotify or Anchor or whatever platform you choose to listen to your podcast. Make sure that you join me Monday as I will recap the weekend and we will get this thing started again. So hope everybody has a great weekend and I will talk to you soon.